Hi, welcome to the Vine Church podcast. We've got a great speaker today. Hope you enjoy. Is how long has God been preparing the word in my heart? And I realized today that what I want to share started when I was eight years old. Eight years old. God's been preparing this in my heart, I think, for eight since I was eight years old, which is more than eight years ago. Um, do you remember uh, the birds I spy books at all? I spy birds. I spy trains. I spy this. I spy that. I, I, used to, I got brought up them. I must have been just an annoying child that I needed to keep quiet. And I, I loved ticking off uh, I spy birds and uh, a crow, one point, a crow, another crow, a seagull, two points, yes. And then it, there was one, a buzzard. Dad, how much is a buzzard? Three points, son. Oh, okay. And then there was a puffin. Ten points if you could get a puffin. Oh, man, did I check every seaside for a puffin for years. Not a single puffin. I think they were mythical birds. Until three weeks ago, I go on the May the 4th trip from South Queensferry to... Uh, Inchcombe Island, recommend it, worth a little tourist spot tour. And they tell you stuff, and they, uh, you know, history. That rock was this old. This was a ship. This prison was here. There's a whale. And they keep going, and then there's a puffin! And they stop the boat, they turn it around, and they chase this tiny little bird. Everybody's going like, where is it, where is it, where is it, where is it, where is it? And I saw my first puffin three weeks ago. Come on, come on. And of course, I think nothing more of it until I read this scripture on the Tuesday following in my just daily Bible readings. And it says, do not hand over the life of your dove to wild beasts. Do not forget the lives of your afflicted people forever. Have regard for your covenant because haunts of violence fill the dark places of the land. And I thought, what on earth does a dove have to do with the dark places of this land? I didn't know the answer. But God has been stirring me. Last Sunday, Jimmy Dowes preaches and tells this story of him and his granddaughter Amelia, I think it was, rescuing this bird that had got stuck somehow. You remember the story? I loved it, Jimmy. Just, it's just stirred my heart all week. What happened, I think, is that Grandpa was rescuing the bird, as you do, flapping around, da, 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 da. Amelia scoots off, draws a picture, comes back and says, you need to give this to the bird. That's right. The reason being that she wanted the bird to have the picture of the person that rescued her in his nest for the rest of his life. Is that right? Is that about it? What is God saying to me about birds? And it just has been stirring my heart. And I just have to share with you this morning what I found in Scripture about this picture, this image of doves, not puffins, but doves of doves. That doves are one of the most powerful symbols that God has been using to speak to his people throughout the generations. The psalmist here, Psalm 74, the context is that 
Israel, the people of God, have been overrun by their enemies, where they worship God. The sanctuary has been desecrated and burnt. It says all the places in the land where we worship God have been destroyed. And he's crying out to God, where are you, God? What is going on? Do not hand over the life of your dove to wild beasts. Do not forget the lives of your afflicted people forever. Have you ever felt like that? That you just don't know where God is? That he just seems to have abandoned you, abandoned the, the nation, abandoned the town. We see churches all around us closing. We see people in despair and depression. We see tragedy every day on the news. We see violence and horror throughout the world. This was written two and a half 3,000 years ago, but it speaks to us equally today. This psalmist, this man was in despair about where God was and what was happening. And had he forgotten the dove, his people, has he forgotten you? Has he forgotten us? Is his question. The dove represents in this moment you and I, the people of God. The dove is a, as I was reading this morning, a one-time marriage chooser. They stay faithfully with the partner for life. And apparently the rabbis of old, the Jewish tradition was that the dove represented the faithful people of God because of this. The dove represented the people of God because they had wings that God protected them with, that lifted them up, that they laid eggs every month, the fruit of God's Spirit in their lives. So the dove does represent something to us today, but there's more than that. There's more than that. Do not forget the life of your dove. Do not hand it over to wild beasts. Have regard for your covenant because haunts of violence fill the dark places of the land. How can the dove help us in the dark place of the land? Well, there's two ways I've seen that God has shown me I want to share with you. The dark places in the land that we see, the physical dark places in the land. Today, our barbecue proceeds are going to hope for justice. Hope for justice, and we're going to hear about now, but they are one organization that uh, targets modern-day slavery, one of the darkest places in the world today, one of the darkest activities. And I just want to show you a video, Leah, if you're ready to pop that up. Uh, There was a breakthrough that some of you may have seen that Hope for Justice achieved that was across the news networks that they had uh, brought to um, trial and to conviction with the help of police, and you hear the story, the biggest uh, modern-day slavery trial and prosecution uh, in this country. So just, just to give you a sense of one of the, th- the ways that we're dealing with, one of the ways that God is moving, just have a look at this, and um, s- I hope you can get a sense of the, uh, what was happening and the amazing things that God has done, if you're ready, Leah people that reach out to vulnerable communities um, uh, and this case uh, uh, came to light because of that. Um, one of our investigators 
and community outreach workers identified two victims uh, in this case and then we further um, did a further investigation and found 49 more which then uh, um, led to now hundreds of individuals that have been identified in this case with uh, partnership with West Midlands Police which is as you're rightly described uh, as the largest case in British history. And what was so alarming about this Ben was the fact that they seem to prey on the most vulnerable in Poland. Was that, in fact, highly premeditated on their part? Uh, yeah, it's highly intentional, actually. Um, uh, traffickers uh, recruit or, or, or um, look for vulnerability. Uh, these individuals were um, homeless, um, often uh, just come out of prison, wanting a job, a better life, um, and uh, they came to Britain uh, for that. Uh, little did they know that they would be living in squalor, uh, held as prisoners. Some of them had their arms broken uh, as punishment. Some of them were stripped naked as humiliation, um, uh, not paid, um, it, living in squalor. Some of them described actually having no running water and having to use uh, local canals to, to wash. And what has happened to these victims now? Well, we've supported them uh, since 2015. We found them housing, welfare. Um, we've linked them with um, job vocational training. Uh, we have supported them with trauma-informed care, access to um, uh, and support through the criminal uh, proceedings. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, long is the road for recovery uh, for victims of trauma uh, and victims of modern-day slavery. It, it is a long uphill battle. And we here at CNN, obviously, having covered the Freedom Project or the insidious nature of these kinds of crimes. And yet, Ben, I have to tell you, I, I've covered this in not just poor countries around the world, but highly developed economies uh, like in the UK. Why is that? Why are these crimes still allowed to go on and, and, and perpetrate this modern day slavery? I think this case was um, particularly shocking because of the well-known brands that, that, that these modern-day slaves uh, were working in. And um, I think it, it calls us to all act um, uh, to do something, um, uh, whether that's uh, the, the public uh, looking out and spotting the signs, whether that's authorities uh, doing more and allocating more resources, whether it's businesses um, taking seriously slavery in their supply chains, not just in uh, the developing world, but here um, uh, uh, within the Western world as well. There is so much more to be done uh, to address the issue of modern-day slavery. Brilliant. Ben Cooley has been a friend of our church through Jimmy um, for many years. I've, uh, sat, I remember sitting across from him maybe 20 years ago, and he was explaining his heart and his mission. And he told me that he was convicted by the Spirit of God that this was not acceptable, that the exploitation of young people, of human beings as commodities on his watch was not acceptable. He's a fantastic Christian man inspired by God to do something about the dark places of this land. Let's just give the Lord a, an applause for that. God cares. God cares about everything you see in the news that is going on. He has not forgotten, and he is raising up people of God like Ben and many, many, many others like you and me, asking us, what can we do to help him deal with the dark places of the land? They've got a great approach. If we just see the next slide that I just want to highlight. 
four ways they see uh, their mission to prevent. They, they, they say they exist to bring an end to modern day slavery by preventing exploitation, rescuing victims, restoring lives, and reforming society. And, and remember that story Jimmy told last week about the bird being trapped and the rescue. He was doing the rescue. But Amelia, his granddaughter, was thinking about the restoration. That for the rest of his life, that bird is going to see that he is a rescuer. This is an amazing parallel for the heart of God for you and for me. He is about rescuing us. Modern day slavery as we understand it in the physical needs addressing. And we support that. And just put some money into your burgers today for your lunch and you're making a difference. You can check out the website. You can contribute regularly. And I encourage you to do so. They're a great charity, a great organization. And um, we'd, of course, value your support. The website's up there if you want to check them. They prevent, they rescue, they restore, and they reform. And the amazing parallel is that in the physical uh, approach that they've got, we see the gospel. And the next slide, please, Leah, if you're there, just reminds us and um, allows us to see the power of the symbol that is coming. Leah, just the next slide. Uh, thanks. Thank you. Um, the same things that we see, the symbol of the dove in Scripture is so powerful, and um, I've, I've uh, enjoyed just researching this over this week. First of all, we see it. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now, the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. This hovering apparently is the, a very similar Hebrew word to how a dove might hover or how a bird might hover, that the Spirit of God is hovering over the darkness. The Spirit of God is hovering over the darkness in the land today. The Spirit of God is hovering over the darkness in our lives today, just waiting, just waiting, just getting ready for God to speak and the Word of God to come into the situation. The Holy Spirit is like that dove, just gently waiting, just gently hovering over our lives, wanting to bring His comfort, bring His revelation, bring His wisdom. And of course, as we know, Genesis 1 describes what happens when the Word of God comes, when the Holy Spirit comes, the creation comes. Out of the darkness comes light. Out of the void comes creation. Life teeming in abundance, and we enjoy it and see it today that we're part of this spoken Word of God. We're part of the fruit of the birth of the Spirit that's been hovering, that hovered over the darkness in the beginning. God saw all that he had made and saw that it was good. That's how God sees you, hovering over you, seeing you as good, seeing you as good, seeing us as good. This picture in our head that Jimmy encouraged us to have, I read somewhere that 
what comes to mind when you think of God? What comes to your mind when you think about God? Whatever it is, the suggestion is from this elder, it's the most important thing about you. Our revelation, understanding of who God is and what he's like affects our whole life. And this picture that Jimmy talked about has been so important that this picture that God wants to give you of you as a dove and his spirit as a dove coming, I'm hoping it's going to encourage you today that his love is more than you thought it is to this moment. That's where we're going. That's what we're doing. But there is, of course, the rescue stage. By chapter 6 of Genesis, we read that violence and wickedness has filled the earth, this beautiful creation. Mankind is full of wickedness. As soon as we have the chance, we manage somehow to press the self-destruct button. And God has said, I need to press the reset button. And you may know the story of Noah and the flood. How the waters covered the earth and all mankind, apart from Noah and his family, were wiped out. The animals kept two by two in the ark. And one of them was a dove. And if you have that sense of what Noah must have felt, will the rain ever stop? Will the bad times ever end? Will the waters ever shrink? Will I ever get out of the mess? I mean, will I ever get out of this difficulty? Will this season ever finish? Will this challenge ever be overcome? The dove goes out and brings back an olive branch to Noah. And in that moment, he knows there is hope. He knows God has not forgotten. He knows that the waters will recede, that the end of this difficult season is coming. The dove for you and I is the Spirit of God coming back to us saying, there is hope in this season. There is hope in this dark night. There is hope that the day is coming. There is always hope in whatever situation you're facing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for your dove. And then we see, actually, the restoration beginning to happen, that the waters have receded, that the olive branch of, I will never do this again, God says to his people. The hope that comes in that moment. And he starts to restore. And he starts to build again to having new people. And his love starts to spread throughout the earth. And he um, gives us the, the people of God, the Israelites. And he rescues them from their slavery in Egypt, their physical slavery. And as a reminder of that, he sets up a sacrifice that every firstborn child will remember that God rescues his people from slavery and they sacrifice a lamb. But if you're not rich enough, if you don't have that money to buy a lamb, 
You bring a dove instead. Two doves, in fact, if you can. And you know Mary and Joseph, when Jesus was born, were poor. They couldn't afford a lamb. They brought two doves to the temple to sacrifice because their firstborn had arisen. Jesus had come. The rescuer had come. The hope had come. The word of God had come. It's a beautiful, beautiful picture. How are you doing? We might want to rescue him. Thank you. Jesus grows, as we know, and comes to John the Baptist to be baptized. The Spirit of God. How many of you know this? Like a dove. In bodily form, the Spirit comes down on Jesus, our Savior and our Rescuer. The dove is the Holy Spirit coming on Jesus. The dove represents the Spirit of God, the Word of God coming together, made flesh. The Spirit of God comes. And at the promise of His indwelling presence forever comes with the dove the symbol of the dove. God is moving in your circumstances to prevent you being caught in slavery. His rescue mission is coming to bring you into his presence. His dove is moving to restore and reform not just the dark place of this land, but the dark places of our hearts. This is the most intimate promise of God, that his spirit is just not going to settle in a building, but his spirit comes to settle in our hearts. This beautiful promise, this beautiful dove that comes to live with us and be with us is the sign of God. And these are familiar to many of us, I know, but there's one here that has stirred me more than any, and it's this one. I read in the scriptures of Isaiah that we all growl like bears. Sometimes, Jimmy, don't we? But we mourn mournfully like doves. We mourn mournfully like doves. We look for justice but find none, for deliverance, but it is far away. The dove the cooing of a dove is something like just the, the cry, the innermost cry of a heart. We, just, we are just at the end of ourselves. When there's nothing left, when we've tried everything, we just have nothing left to say to God. It just feels so dark. And all we can do is just, oh, help. And many of us, I've had that moment when it's just too hard. It's just too difficult. I can't say anything. I can't even pray. I can't cry out. I can just sob and moan. And would you know that moaning 
groaning out to God is the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And you know, God heard the groans and moans of the people in Israel when they were in slavery, and he came to rescue them. God will hear your groans and your moans, and he will come and rescue you in your situation, in your uh, addictions, in your difficulties, in your uh, challenges in your lives. However deep or however small they may seem, God cares for you. Jesus' name. One more slide. Hey there, Leah. One more slide. Thank you. So what do we do? How could we take hold of this incredible imagery, this incredible truth, this incredible promises of God through this Holy Spirit, and um, many of you been in this church and in church circles understand that the promise of God that we see coming upon Jesus is promised to all who follow him, that Peter preached on the first day of this church being set up, the Christian church started, that you believe in God, put your faith in Jesus Christ, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit poured out upon us, filling us afresh, filling us anew, creating new things in our lives, hovering and coming and restoring and rescuing. He rescues us from the spiritual slavery that we are all born into. We recognize the modern-day slavery of those in oppression physically, but spiritually the whole world is caught in this darkness of um, uh, slavery to our sinful nature. And Jesus rescues us through his death on the cross and his resurrection victory. And he went so that his promise, that he could send the Holy Spirit to be with us forever, to remind us of his love, to tell us about his um, uh, love for us, that the Holy Spirit comes upon us when we put our faith in God, that we are baptized, immersed, flooded with the Spirit of God. It is no small thing and no small hope that we have. I said the picture of God that you have is really, really important. How is the picture of yourself? The Spirit comes to give us a new picture of who you are and where you've come from. The promise of God in John 1 is this. That to all who receive him, he gives the right to become a child of God. Listen to this. Born not of natural descent or human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. We are an entirely new creation. We are spiritual people. We are born into the lie that says we're just physical. The truth is that Jesus has rescued and this dove is coming to tell us in the darkness is that we are spiritual creatures like God 
filled with the possibility of new life that leads us into eternity, that fills us afresh. This is a whole new revelation of who you are. You're not born just on the day that you were born physically. 1965, 54 years later, I understood as a young Christian that my heritage went back right before the beginning of time, right through I was connected with the Holy Spirit creating. And every single person is part of the creation of God that started before even time was born. He knew your name. He knows your face. He loves you. He is, you are his dove, his precious dove. And he will not let you go to the wild animals for destruction. He does not want you to be overrun by the, the enemy and the ultimate penalty of death itself, the physical death. There is a hope. There is a rescue package. It is through Jesus Christ, and His Spirit is coming to fill you and set you free, to rescue you, to reform you, to change you, and to see us move in this land, to deal with the dark places that we see around us, to be raised up, to be a people of God that make a difference, that are shining light into these dark places. And this is the hope. This is the dove. How exciting and awesome How is your picture of yourself today? We are so engrossed with our physical cages. But the groaning of all creation, the groaning of all creation, in Romans 8, 26, is crying out to God with, the Spirit helps us. It says this helps us groan. It's a new spiritual gift that I never knew was allowed. I can just groan every day. If I don't know what to say, just groan. Just cry. And if you can get to the stage when you're just so moved and so desperate for God to move, just cry out to God. Cry out to God with the groans and the moans of your heart. And He will come through. See yourself as a spiritual person. But recognize the incredible, beautiful gift that the Spirit of God is for you. This dove that represents the Holy Spirit, that fills our hearts, that comes, that settles on us. We understand in Ephesians 3 that Paul wrote that he says, I pray that that out of the glorious riches. He may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and how long and how high and how deep is the love of Christ to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of the fullness of God. That is the dove within you. That you need to look after it. You need to nurture it. You need to nurture your spiritual gifting. You need to nurture your faith. You need to nurture the spiritual creature that you are. You need to, we need to grow as spiritual people. We need to understand what it means to be a follower of Jesus. Nurture it. Nurture it. Care for it.
So there's two things we're dealing with. Dark places in the land, dark places in our heart, the physical and the spiritual. God is calling us, like Ben Cooley and his organization and many, many others, to rise up and to bring light into dark places. Only a few are called into where Ben and his team go. Most of us are called to the classrooms, to the hospitals, to the offices, to the homes, to the nurseries, just to bring your light. And it is as dark there as anywhere. The Spirit of God comes to the spiritual places of our heart to bring light to the dark places in our hearts that need his light. He is rescuing us. God is rescuing you. God has rescued us through faith in Jesus Christ. And we just want to play a song. Leah, if you want to get that last clip ready for me, thanks. And this is a song by Lauren Daigle about rescue. And I just want, just want you to not rush this moment. And I, I'm trusting that something of the word of God, the hope of God, the promises of God is speaking to your childhood as well. That as this revelation that God has been stirring in my heart since I was eight years old to understand, he just wanted me to understand that there's something valuable in the dove. The priceless ten points of a puffin is as nothing to the revelation of the Holy Spirit and his love for you and for me. So ask you just to enjoy the song, close your eyes, pray, whatever you um, feel, just let God speak. You are not hidden. There's never been a moment you were forgotten. You are not hopeless. Though you have been broken, your innocence stolen. I hear you whisper underneath your breath. I hear your SOS, your SOS. I will send out an army to find you in the middle of the darkest night. It's true. There is no distance, I cannot be covered over and over, you're not defenseless, I'll be a shelter, I'll be your armor, I hear whisper underneath your
just want to thank you that your good news is that you want to rescue us. Those in modern day slavery often, I understand, can't get out of their situation. May not even be aware that there is an option. And if that is true today for you spiritually, that you're being convinced that you're a physical being only, that the possibility that there's a spiritual dimension to life is new, that God has been dead to you, God has been non-existent to you, or God has been so distant that you've no idea who you are. I just want to encourage you today that this could be the day that if by faith you receive Jesus, believe that God exists, believe that the message of the, uh, the Word of God that I've shared today, that through faith in God, through faith in Jesus Christ, we can find God and we can receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. That promise is for you because he cares for you as much as any other soul that has ever been birthed because he, you are birthed from him. He is your, you are his child. And we're going to bring the band back up just now as well. But if, if that is your question, I've not believed, but I want to believe. There's, I think, some people that can help you with that prayer at the back. Halco and one or two others can talk and share and uh, just lead you in a prayer. Uh, to bring you to faith in Jesus Christ. I would encourage you just go and have a conversation. Just go and have a conversation. But ultimately, only you can say this prayer to say, God, save me, rescue me, help me. I put my trust in you, Jesus. I believe that you are the Son of God, that you came from heaven to earth, that the Spirit of God came upon you power of God lifted you from the grave and you sit now at the right hand of God. That's a lot to believe in one moment if you've never thought about it before, but just have a conversation. The second prayer, if you've walked with God and have faith in him but not been aware of the, the extent of the Holy Spirit and his ministry and you would like to receive him and you be baptized in the Holy Spirit I would just encourage you again just to pray something like this Lord just fill me with your spirit I'm believing this word is for me too that you want to come and dwell within me by your spirit fill me afresh and I open to you the dark place of my heart and ask your light to come in and help me in Jesus name
you want to make a practical response today that you want to just do something in the world, giving to Hope for Justice is a great way. I recommend that. Come and join us and chat and have some fellowship afterwards as well. All this, God loves, I believe. The Spirit of God is upon us and we're going to worship now a little bit more and the service will finish shortly, but going to take a chance to rejoice and to celebrate and uh, if you find that slightly uncomfortable as we all do sometimes I just encourage you ask the Holy Spirit to help you believe that it's by praise and worship that we enter into God's presence his beautiful gift to us beautiful gift to the church the music helps us so let's stand together shall we let's stand together can you see the dove hovering over you can you see the dove hovering over you just allow the spirit of God come upon you I pray now oh God as we start to worship start to sing start to rejoice that presence of God will fill us afresh. The revelation of God will grow in our hearts that like Paul prayed, the knowledge and the depth of his love for us will grow and grow, that we will be strengthened in our inner man. In Jesus' name. God bless you today, God bless you tomorrow, God bless you this week, that the Holy Spirit birth beautiful things in you, birth beautiful creation in you. Spirit will be poured out on all flesh, your sons and daughters. The promise is not just for you, but for this generation and for the generations to come. The promise is for us. It's here right now. God is with us right here, right now. His hope, His love, His power, His revelation, His goodness, His kindness is here for us now. In Jesus' name, receive it.
to speak to someone if you can if you want to at the back um, Alco and the team are there um, as Alan said to pray with you, talk with you if you've got any questions or you want to know more about what Alan was talking about. Thank you band amazing, leading us into the presence of God, we could spend all day here worshipping God awesome, but the smell of burgers is happening don't know if anybody else can smell it like oh my goodness, so hungry well, thanks so much, guys, for coming along today. Um, I've just got a quick announcement about Choose Life Fife. There are posters at the back um, to give to guys in the town, um, hand out to, to the, any guys you know. This is a great event that's coming up on the 19th of September. It's a free curry night, so take a poster. There's A, whatever that is, A4. No, it's A4? No, it's A5. And a big one, A3. So you can take whatever you need. Plastic.